Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Low and Is Chargers podcast. Welcome back to Believe in the Chargers on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm here with Chargers legend Lorenzo Neal. I'm Is. But work. Can, tell tell the listeners again. Let them know about online betting. Why don't you tell them about this great promo that we have going on? Can you pull up? Can you pull up this great company and and let them know from the start to finish what it's about. About. Yeah. So the way is finally over. Football is back, guys. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes, too. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. That's it. You heard it here, guys. Go to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. You can bet on anything. They have all kinds of props from coaches to totals to unders to point spread. They you know, to different players, yards, stats. You name it, they got it. That's betonline.ag. Go there today. I won't meet you there. I will beat you there. That's betonline.ag. Solo, give me your reaction to this new look Chargers week one against the Bagels. Well, I, I tell you right now is this was a game that you didn't know. It was in the ballot. It wasn't in the ballot for a while. You look at the first quarter, Cincinnati Bengals outscored the Chargers seven to nothing. Second quarter, the Chargers get on a little run there and they get three, get six. So, you know, they're losing six to seven. And then third quarter, Bengals get another six, you know. So they're up 13, 13, to, 13 to six, you know, in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, the Chargers found a way to get this thing in the bag and score real off 10 points to win the game 16-13. So, you know, the point spread, you know what that was? The point spread was three. The yep. Chargers didn't cover, so no blood. You know, that was three points that the Chargers end up winning. So, well, won the game, but it was a push. But I tell you right now, you look at this game, and I think it came down to one thing. And I think in the National Football League, besides the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't even know now if that's a true statement because they looked like they could run the ball last Thursday night against the Texans. Look at the teams that ran the ball effectively. The teams that ran the ball effectively, if you look, most of those teams won. Look at Tennessee Titans last night, kept running the ball on Sunday night, continued to pound the ball. Even though it was a close game on Monday night, you saw Denver running, having some success running the ball, but you saw the big fella. The Titans kept pounding the ball, you know, quarterback running the ball, different guys running the ball. They won it on the ground game as well. You look through the league, you think about the Raiders, how they win the game. They won it. Brandon Jacobs running the ball very, very effective. And yeah. then you look at this charge, this charger, the Chargers. You look at what happened. What was the main what was the main thing that got the team over the over the hump? I think you have to look at the running game. You have to look at the running game and you say, okay, who was the guy? And if you look at the running back, Eric, what did he have? 
you know, 18 eight. carries, I think, for eight, 19, 19 carries for 19 carries for 84 yards, average 4.4 yards yeah. a tote. That that's you know what that's winning football. But not just that. Look at Kelly. Kelly had 12, 12, 12 carries for 60 yards. So now you're looking at five yards a carry. You know, then Tyrod, you know, only six. He was he was the one that I was surprised. Six carries, only seven yards. So when you look at the running game and you think about what they were able to do running the ball, I think that was that was a difference. You know, a team have over you know close to 160 some yards rushing. You usually do that. You're gonna win. You're gonna win football games. Now let's take a look at the Bengals. What were they able to do running the ball? You look at it. You look at Mixon, and 19 carries. You know, for 69 yards. You know, it's a difference about 15 yards. The Chargers had better with their with their back. Then you know what? Joe Burrow's eight carries. He had eight carries for 46 yards. So if you look at that, you're talking about they barely had over 100. And the Chargers outrushed them by 50 yards in that. I think that was the difference in this ball game. But just think from a betting angle, if you had barrels over, you know, over, you know, the quarterback with the Chargers, Tyrod, a lot of people going to that game probably would have took Tyrod over yeah. barrels at a way more efficient day on the ground running the ball, eight carries for 46 yards, averaging 5.8 yards a carry. So this was a very, very good game, very, very competitive game. You looked at it, the Chargers, this new look Charger team, I tell you, they got to improve on offense. They have to do a better job of scoring. There was too many laws in the game. The first quarter, you're talking about not scoring any. You know, Cincinnati held them to zero points. You know, second quarter, only given, only allow, only scoring six points. Third quarter, zero. Another goose egg. You do that. And we're going to see now, can Anthony Lynn – get Tyrod going more efficiently in the pass game because if you look at the weapons that he has on this offense, you have some weapons that you can throw the ball to. You look at Henry. Henry led your receivers. Henry, you know, the tight end led with five receptions for 73 yards. Pretty good day for, you know, for Henry. But you know what? And then you look at, you know, Williams, four carries, four catches for 69 yards. But here's a number that that you got to look at and say, you know that this guy has to have more targets and he's got to catch more passes in his, you know, and that's Keenan Allen. He had only four catches for 37 yards. Got to do a better job getting him involved more. If you're this, if you're the LA chargers. Yeah, no, that game, it was, for me, it was a bore fest to be honest, like the run games for both teams. Sure. Eckler had 84 yards, 19 carries, but that's, that's a lot of carries not to even get, close to a hundred yards. He was like 16 yards away. I feel like he could have ran the ball better. He didn't, he wasn't really seeing the holes as he was like last season. And then Kelly came in and he kind of got more of the yardage that Eckler should have been getting. Cause they, they kind of were splitting the. Yeah. Kelly reps. had 12 carries, 12 carries. Yeah. yeah. They were splitting the reps, 12 carries, but he you know, went for 60 yards. So with those two guys together, what you're, you're over 120 yards. That's that. And you know, one, they were averaging five, and one's averaging five point something to carry, and Eckler was averaging point four. That that's one in football, though. Is I understand you expected more. You expected more. Um, expected more from Eckler, but is 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 four point four? You look at four point four, and if you carry the ball two times now, that's almost nine yards. That's you know eight eight point yeah. eight yards on two carries. So now you're at third and two. Third and two 
you know what? That puts the defense in a tough position. Now the off now the offense can run our pass on third and two or less. Now I could do three step drop. My screen game is still alive. I can still run the ball. I can go. And now, if I if, even if I don't convert on third down, if I if I even get a yard and a half, now I'm now I got decisions to make. And do you know on fourth down, anywhere on the field is I think it's an interesting stat. Anywhere on the field on fourth down in less than a yard. Do you know the you know the conversion rate is sixty six percent. That's not bad. Oh wow! I mean, you think about it. You see, yeah, that's. <laughs> So, and a lot of people are like, wow, what are you doing going for it on fourth and inches or four? Man, 66 conversion rates, 66% are a little higher. So, more teams are trying to get in fourth and in inches or fourth and less than a, less than a yard because success is, you know, it's over 50%. So, you're going to have to roll the dice sometimes. So, yeah, I'd like to see this Charger team. You looked at both these two teams, you know, is a lot of mistakes, not a lot of, not a lot of offense, and the Chargers are going to have to address that. You know, you let you, you you did come after the rookie quarterback. He hurt you with his legs. He's a guy. Last week before the game, we talked about what he could do running, scrambling. Uh, you know, with his legs, showed that he can make some capable throws. But you know, he's young. I think he's going to be a star in this league. Biggest concern for me: we know the potential that Burroughs has. The biggest concern for me for this Chargers team: what's the potential that uh, that, that the Tyrod has? I don't yeah. know if he has any more upside. That's the scary thing about this Charger team moving forward, especially this next week, because you know who's coming. You know who you got. You got to travel to a place called okay. Kansas City, the home of the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes and that offense. They looked pretty terrifying in uh, last week. Yeah, you're talking about rolling the dice, and that brings us to the sponsor of this episode, which is BetOnline.ag. And Lo, tell me a betting story of yours. Yeah, you know, when I have a, a, a when I was playing, you can't bet on teams and can't bet while you're playing. It's, you know, it's against you know the rules, of course, for you know for the NFL. But you know what, basketball and different sports. You know, every now and then you have a wedge wager you can throw out there, and that's why Bet Online AG is a spot to be. I mean, I love them because all the different things you can bet on. You can bet not just on the over, the under, the total, players, props. There's all kind of things that you can bet on at betonline.ag. You go in. It's very, very simple. Go in, log in, get your, you know, go ahead, sign up. It's very, very simple. You can bet in-game. That's what's so unbelievable is bet on, you know, betonline.ag. You can even bet online during the game, you know, in-game action. So it's really, really cool. So excited about it, excited about them being a sponsor, but just excited about also being able to get a little action in during the games. Yeah, and, uh, one of my funny bet stories, a couple of years ago, before the Niners made their playoff run with Mike Shanahan, uh, Kyle Shanahan, actually, um, I bet my friend that the Niners would win out the season and uh, Mike Shanahan's first year in December. And guess what? The Niners won. I put a $20 bet betting on the Niners, and that was the year that the no. Jags made the AFC championship game, and they beat the Jags. So I got $20 for Christmas for my friend right there. That is friggin' awesome, Is And I, I think that it's, it's really interesting now because, you know what, I know the season's finally here, and, you know, and football's back. And sometimes, you know, you may not be able to go to the game or be at the game this year. But I tell you what, it's pretty exciting because you can still get some in-game action at, you know, the bet online. 
So I think that's what's pretty cool about it. You can bet, you know, online, even though you can't be at the stadium, you can go to betonline.ag. It's really, really cool. I mean, it's great. You can bet the spread. You can bet the total. You can bet the team, players. I mean, coaches, you know, props. I mean, BetOnline gives you all kinds of options, man. Many options, many things that you can do on BetOnline.ag. So, you know, go check it out, man. Call the action. Go check it out. And tell them Low Neil sent you, man. It's awesome, man. So I get out there. You'll get out there. Is Let's go make us some money. And maybe this week now, we got the, we got a, the Chargers got a big game ahead of them with, with you know, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. So I know that betonline.ag is going to be hyped because a lot of people are going to try to get some of that action. I'm looking for that big upset. Oh, oh we go. We're going to talk about that upset maybe on our next episode. But uh, getting back to the, to the game, um, I think that the Chargers, when you look at this team, this is a defense-oriented team. And if they're going to win some games, they kind of remind me of a team, look at San Francisco last year. Offensively, they weren't that – starting off, they weren't that great. You saw they start off last year, they went to Tennessee, and they went to, uh, went Tampa, to Bay. Tampa Bay. Went to Tampa Bay, low-scoring game, found a way to win by, you know, by three or four points, low-scoring game. Following week, they played Cincinnati, found a way to win – that game started off 2-0. This is, a, this is a Charger team that is going to be predicated on that defense. That defense is going to have to carry this team this year until the quarterback and receivers get on the same page. I think that right now you're going to have to be a control type of offense. You're going to have to run the ball, establish the run game, and then you're going to have to look at some play action to set up those, long, those big shot plays. That's why the running game has to be effective those guys got to come off the line with some, you know, low half line, and then you got to get, you know, get those running backs to get over the pad level, and now you got to take some shots downfield. You got to continue to get Henry to get the tight end involved and get the receivers involved. But that's going to become, in my opinion, that's going to come off a lot of play action. The more you're able to run the ball and be an effective running the ball, the better your pass game and the better your play action is going to be. And I think that favors a guy like Tyrod, the type of dimensions that of a quarterback, which he is. So I think that's going to have to happen if this team's going to try to find a way to sneak into the playoffs this year, because you know, right now, Kansas city seems to be still the king, you know, the team to beat them in Baltimore. They still look pretty powerful and pretty good. The biggest thing right now with the chargers, LA chargers to me is finding the continuity on offense. Is that what you see as well? I mean, I've been saying it all offseason that Herbert should have been the starter, but it made sense to why Coach Lynn went with Tyrod Taylor. But seeing how he did week one, barely having over 200 yards, didn't really – he targeted Henry five times, Keenan Allen four times. Like You mentioned it. These are the type of players that need to get more targets. But like you said, Coach Lynn, he wants to get the run game established. So I see why – they were running more, but I feel like they need to get that passing game going if they're going to do anything against a team like the Chiefs to be able to upset that. So I don't know. I need to see something more from Tyrod. If not, then I'm calling to action for Justin Herbert to start. If- I know you was going to be starting Justin Herbert. Right, listen, 
the kid's not ready. If you look at look around the league, look at Jimmy G. What did he throw for yesterday? Wasn't like he just burnt up the league. Wasn't like this is a team that went to the Super Bowl last year. He's a game manager. You look at Tyrod, he's a game manager. You look at you look at Tannehill in Tennessee, he's a game manager. You look around the league, you look over you look over with the Denver Broncos, game manager. You look at those guys who've not game manager. Guys like Matt Ryan, he's a guy, he can be a game changer. You see guys like Russell Wilson, Big Big Ben, still the game changer. There's a there's only a group of guys that can go out and take over and carry a team. I don't think that Tyrod is a guy that can carry him, but is he a guy that could carry a team for a week or two? Can he care, can he put this Charger team on his back for two weeks or three weeks? If the running game's not if the running game's not going, it's not effective. Can he carry the team with consistency like a Brady does or like a Big Ben does or like a Matt Ryan does? That's the question that I don't think he can do it. I don't think Tyrod's that guy that can carry this team for eight weeks. But guess what, though? There's a team that went to the Super Bowl last. They don't have a quarterback. That's Jimmy G that can go out and carry the team. If the running game is not working well, can Jimmy G go out and carry this team? A game, yes. A couple games, yeah. But if you said, I need Jimmy G to throw for three, 400 yards a week, and with no – because of running game and things might be not be going well, I don't think he's that type of quarterback yet either, and nor do I think Tyrod is. Hmm. And I don't think Tyrod's better than Jimmy G, but he's going to have to make sure that he have a supporting cast. That's the thing about Tyrod. I just don't think the young rookie is ready yet. You throw him in there. You saw Burroughs against Cincinnati. You saw him look confused at times. You saw him, you know, make ill-advised throws because the game – the speed of the game and the pros is different. So – I think that Anthony Lynn is doing a great job. Tyrod's been a starter in this league. You let him take some of his lumps. You hope the young fella's watching, taking notes, and it's going to come a time that he will get to play this year because he is the future, and he is going to be the face of this franchise. So I do believe he's going to play, but I don't think that you throw the young pup in there right now. I think you ride with the veteran quarterback. Yeah, and look, last week you said the key player of the game was going to be Hunter Henry. And he had the most receiving yards on the team. So tell me, how do you think they get the him more involved in the passing game? Because we all know blocking-wise, he's up there with the George Kittles of the league that frees up Eckler and Kelly. So how do you think they're going to get him more involved in the game? Because he had five catches for 73 yards, which is really good yeah. for tight end or receiver. He, he let he yeah he led he led the Chargers in receptions, and. That's where that's but and, and that's the thing. When you look at that, that's not a good sign because that's good that he has 73 yards. But Keenan Allen is a big play. Okay, one of those guys is a game, is a is a chain mover. Henry's a chain mover, he's gonna get you 10 yards, he's gonna get you those plays. He's a chain mover. Keenan is a game changer. You have to get to game changer the ball, and that's the difference. And that's why reason why I said that uh, Henry was gonna be at the X factor, and the reason why I go with the tight end. When I look at football and people are like, Lorenzo, what are you talking about? Why do you always go with the – because I know that the tight end is a security break. Let's go back when Peyton Manning was in Indianapolis, Dallas Clark, you know. Let's talk about, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys, who was a pretty good tight end, you know, who played forever. Now he's with the Raiders. He's a little older now. But you think about Jay, who, you know, Jason Witten, what he meant to, you know, to Tony Romo, what he meant to Dak Prescott. Let's, take, let's look at New England Patriots. When New England was rolling – who did Tom Brady, who was his guy? 
Gronkowski. Let's look at a team that everyone knows that was a great team, and they had some unbelievable years since this is the Chargers podcast. Let's talk about it. My great friend and, and, and good friend, Philip Rivers, but my other good friend, Antonio Gates, who I played with, Kent State, who was going to go to – by the way, people hope you guys know this, Charger fans. This guy was going to go to COS, West Hills, and play basketball for, you know, for the West Hills. You know, West Hills, I mean, for COS College, College of Sequoias. That's right. But he decided to go to Kent State. So he was going to be a Valley kid. You know, uh, Antonio Gates never played football in college, played basketball, and the Chargers looked at him, looked at the talent, and said, let's bring him in. He was great. He was great in San Diego, and he was great in L.A. So now – you look at these guys, and that's why that's why I went with Henry. I know how comfortable tight quarterbacks and tight ends are. The quarterback and tight end, that's his security blanket, and when you have a good one as a quarterback, you're going to go with him. That's why Henry had to be Tyrod's safety blanket, and that's why you see this guy get targeted. But now he's got to also know that he's got a guy that's a game changer not a chain mover. So I'm going to try to target the game changer in Keenan Keenan Iron because what Keenan Allen can do, he's a game changer, not a chain mover. That's what you got to do, just like you saw the young quarterback. That's right. You know, Kyler Murray, what he did with Hopkins, 14 targets, 16 targets, 150 yards. Those are guys that are game changers, not chain movers. Yeah, and uh, I want to go to a prediction of mine that I got right this game. We were talking about what corner was going to do better. You talking about the former Super Bowl winning Broncos corner, Chris Harris Jr. Chris Harrison, K- yes. I brought Casey Hayward. And Casey Hayward, he went you off did. that game. He had 12 tackles. He was shutting down receivers left and right. I'm just going to say that right there. I think he's the best corner on that Chargers team. I can't wait to see what he does against I'm giving you some love. receivers in the NFL. Young Izzy, I'm giving you love, young Izzy, young Izzy, Izzy Wizzy. I'm giving you props. Drop the mic. You called that one. You did. You liked him. You liked him. You loved him. You want some more of him. Ride with him. I think that Harris is still a good corner. I'm not taking anything away from him. I think the Chargers have two good corners. I think the Chargers' defense is one of the better defenses in the in league. The biggest concern to me for that defense is it's about offense entertained, but defense wins championship. If my offense ain't entertaining enough, guess what? My defense is on the field, and what usually happens? More injuries, fatigue, all those different things can happen. So my offense got to entertain a little bit more because I want my defense, oh, Joey Bosa, to stay fresh, but he can put some pressure on that quarterback, let that young man eat. Rumble, young man, rumble. I like to see that kid get after the quarterback. There go that man, mama. There go that man. And let, let's talk about A.J. Green, Lowe. Five receptions for 51 yards. And you said he was, what, a top three, top five receiver in the league? He's, he's he, Yes, he is. And here's the – wait a minute. What, 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 did, what did Allen have? What did, what did, what did Allen do? What did, what did Allen – what kind of receptions? What kind of, he's what kind not of, a top three or five. He's a top ten, okay. top 15. It, it, Allen's a top 15. Without a doubt, he's top 15. I think he's a little yeah. higher. I think he's maybe t- – Allen's – but I think that A.J.'s a, a step above him, in my opinion. And here's the thing. You're talking about a guy who's throwing – a rookie quarterback throwing in the ball. So you put him – you put him with Mahomes. You, you, you put you, – you, you, hey, why do you think Don't so many – why is the phone – why is why? the phone ringing? You know, Cincinnati, the phone's been ringing. Everyone wants him. They won't let him go. They won't let him go anywhere. A.J. Green is a beast. He's a monster. He's a boy child. He's a boy dog. He's, I would take him over any receiver on, on, on Cleveland. I would take him over any receiver in, with the on Baltimore Cleveland? Ravens. So over Cleveland. Odell? Who, 
Odell. What is Odell? What is Odell done? What Odell's did he do? Way so you want to talk? What has he way done? Better. What has he done? Come on, Mr. Stat Boy. Hey, what has he hey. done? You want to talk about? Oh, he's. What has he done? He Two had years. He what has he won? Seven yards last game. Yeah, yeah. Baker see, was struggling. See, once Baker gets okay, so but see, so you want to, but you want to make, but you want to make excuse for Baker and Odell, but you won't make it for my guy. Hey, you know what? No, I, I, just like just like a young guy, just like a young guy. I mean, come on, coach. If you're going to be fair, be fair and balanced. It goes up big, exactly. Because Baker Mayfield is not that quarterback that everyone thought he was, Odell is struggling. Exactly. So if you want to admit that, but don't, if what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So don't say that about my guy, Green. Boom, waves in your face. Drop the mic. I just motorboated you. <laughs> I'm just getting started, Izzy. I'm just hey, getting started. Hey, well, you don't want no part of the little daddy. You want to talk about court, court, uh, great receiver with no quarterbacks? What about DeAndre Hopkins for the first first, first few years in the league? Who do you have throwing to him? Brian Hoyer? He had a very good – He, yeah, he, but he had – but have, the last several years, he had a good quarterback. He had a good – yeah, but he had, but he got Deshaun for those years, and he played well. Look, this is about the Chargers. The Chargers got Keenan Allen, who is a good receiver, who's is more than serviceable. He can. So you're talking about attributes that he has that Amari can't. Amari doesn't have. He's more physical than Amari Cooper. He gets in and out of. He, he's you know he can go get the jump ball better than Amari Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper runs faster. Yeah, Amari Cooper can cut maybe a little bit better. Those things. But you're talking about making big time plays, going to get ball. Allen has that over several a bunch of receivers that are better than him. He has a little bit of. Let me tell you who Allen has a little bit of in. Yeah, I'm the guy talking about a guy in Atlanta. Who's the receiver in Atlanta that everyone loves? Say his name. Say his name right now. That's tell me boy, his name. Julio Jones. Julio, that's that boy, Julio. Allen has a little bit of Julio on him going up to get the ball. He's not as fast, but just rangy, long, can jump, stretch, do those things. That's an elite. That is a category that you can't take away from. He's got some things, attributes, Izzy, young Izzy. I know Izzy for shizzy that you're not putting him as high as you want, but I'm telling you, he does a lot of things that a lot of guys can't do. I know you're going to put those shiny objects because the Kansas City Chief got one of the fastest guys. He can absolutely fly, but does it make him a great receiver or is his speed allows him to get down the field and he's got a quarterback that can get the ball to him. You put him in a controlled offense where you got to run routes, five routes, six routes, comebacks. Who's better? Keenan. Come on, man. Don't make me make my case even more. I'm just getting started, Izzy. Don't hate on my Chargers, homeboy. Don't hate. All right. Well, Chargers fans, we both are right, me and Laura, right? We called it. Chargers starting off 1-0. Really excited for this season. But uh, Chargers fans, I'm going to tell you one thing. It's been a long season because lo I'm looking at the schedule. I, I called that you guys are going to be A and A. I still stand by that. But because you guys are going to be A and A, these next few weeks are going to be tough. I'm just going to say this right now. I don't see you guys winning the next five games, Chargers fans. I'm sorry. I just have to say right there. Read them out. Let me hear them. Read out the next five. Kansas City. Who else? You got you got him in front of you? Carolina. So, yeah, where's that game at? Uh, so you look at so so my thing is here's the deal. Let's be honest. I'm gonna be real. Chargers fans know that we're gonna get in and, and I don't wanna start talking about I don't wanna lead into the Kansas City game because we're gonna break that down on the next episode. This was about giving out my game ball, went to Henry, and also if you know it had to give it to Henry to tie it in, seventy some yards, and then I would give him another game ball to the entire defense holding a team to 13 points. So that's that's where I'm at as far as my, my game balls for the, for the Chargers. But 
I'm not going to get into the Kansas City. I'm letting you pull up this, the, you know, their schedule, the next five games that you got yeah, them losing. Yeah, so after the Chiefs, it's Panthers at the Chargers Stadium, then Chargers and Tampa Bay, Chargers and New Orleans. You know about them. And then I'm sorry, yeah. I just I don't see them being the Jets. I guarantee you, Sam Darnold is going to pull something. I got, I got, I got, I got them. I got them beating. I got them beating Carolina. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to discuss this game because I'm going to wait to the next episode. So I got yeah. them beating Carolina. I got them. I got him. I got them beating the Jets. So that makes them. So and then you said two games. Those if you say, talk about the other games, so that gives you three wins, and right now two losses. So what you said out of those, out of those last three games, you know, that. So we'll talk about that other game later. But right now. That gives me, gives me three wins if you look at it uh, like that. So I got them beating the Jets. I got them beating Carolina. That gives them three wins thus far on the year. So uh, that's three wins. You're still in the thick of things in my in my book. So we'll see because you don't know what I'm going to go. How do you know I'm not going to take the Chargers over, 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 you know, over this Mahomes, Patrick yeah, Mahomes, we'll buddy? Talk we'll, talk. we'll talk about that next episode. We will. But go on. All right, Chargers fans, make sure to catch our next episode we're going to give our preview for this Chiefs game is coming up. It's going to be a tough one. We'll get ready. Go, Chargers, go. Make sure to catch episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.